Brett, the classic Brett. <laughs> like, oh yeah, guys, I had to go for a run <laughs> and eat a sandwich <laughs> and see a movie. <laughs> he made it seem like he was gonna be here at like nine thirty. No, that's when the movie got out. So this is only twenty minutes. Been what? What was no, the movie got out at like nine? What a bizarre move to like go. I mean, I'm not gonna hate on seeing a movie by yourself. Like, I think that there's definitely an innate joy in going. I haven't done it all that much, but it's like people hate on it, it as like a weird thing. But like, there's nothing wrong with that. I love going to movies by myself. Yeah, it's it's like very pleasant. Yeah, do we we should uh, we should rock out real quick. Yeah, they played. You getting ready to call someone? No, I'm just gonna plug my thing in so we can listen to something like a banger. Get get in the mood. Brett. Hello. <laughs> talking to the mic there, Brett. That's how this works. I don't know if I deserve talking to the mic, but <laughs> I feel like Neil should hold it. Like, well, you are a, away from me. You're a drummer, so. Hello? Can you hear that all right? <laughs> I'm probably picking up on your mic if I talk. You might be. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> you didn't even ask a question yet. <laughs> Did you, though? <laughs> what was the question? <laughs> Can you use it in a sentence? <laughs> no, that's it. No, good show. We did yeah. it. <laughs> <laughs> and we're out. And we're out. Should we get going? Yeah, we should. All right. How well, should we start this off? I think we just did. I think we just oh, started it off. This no. is Boys Night at Burpcast, uh, your favorite group of guys that you already know, presumably because if you're listening to this, you know us. We don't have any like random. Bur- well, we do have the Gus and Anthony team and the four nineteens, right? They're not. They're not random. They were. I feel like they knew this was coming all along. They anticipated it. They've been in every episode. Yeah. <laughs> we got uh, Wayne Bretzky in the house. We got Nebot Neal. What's going on? We got Doctor Chris Jones. Hello, everybody. And return <laughs> guests. We have future doctor. We haven't come up with a good name for you. I mean, just Ashley Sullivan. We, I think, I called you guys Crashly in the show notes of episode six. Because Brett said it. Nice. During the I can be witty sometimes. <laughs> Props given. Ashley and Chris, well, thank you guys for uh, for coming. Happy spring break. Thank you. Hello. Hey everyone. Spring break. Return of the radio. Voice. Ashley, are you keeping it real? I think I'm trying. What does that say. mean? It's hard to know if you're being real or not. Something you reflect on, I think, and that you don't know during the time. Mm. Mm. Chris, did I hear you're doing stand-up on Friday? Yep, doing a show in D.C. So are you very comfortable holding a microphone? And, and I am very comfortable holding a microphone. Nice. You want to tell the listening audience? Well, so yeah, he's got to promote the show. You had to promote the show, but the I will future, say this, this episode's not going to come out probably until sometime in the middle of August, <laughs> just based on how long it takes. You'll be famous by then. No, I was, I was ready for that. I was just saying, you know, it's like a Netflix thing where yeah. we did it. Three months ago, we'll That's promote true. it July Fourth weekend. But no, excited for it. It's gonna be a fun night. Do you have any future shows you could plug? <laughs> yeah, like maybe uh, sometime re- ne- early next year. Really, really depends how this one goes. We might be ready by Ramadan for the next one. Mm. Um, so looking forward to it. He'll open for John Mulaney in October 2020, maybe. Everything is funnier will- after you've fasted all day. Yeah, <laughs> it's either, the the jokes either hit or they're terrible, so they're gonna kill you. You thought we wouldn't have Ramadan jokes, but uh, here we are. Uh, Ashley, um, do you want to introduce the first segment? You know what it is, right? 
Three stars. Three stars. Yes. Can you tell the listening audience what three stars is? So three stars is your favorite three, best three, worst three, whatever the category is, mm-hmm. top three of the category. And mm-hmm. I believe today is sports days of the year. Yes. Although I don't, I have... I'm not sure exactly what that means. Well, so today is the first day of March Madness, the NCAA tournament. Uh, I'm going to start us off and say that this is my third star sports day. That everything, it's a it's a day that you could feasibly like at work like watch sports and like it's an event. I know, Chris, you didn't fill out a bracket this year. Uh, no, I did not. I chose to just watch the games and not stress out over it. Yeah, and also like. The odds are in the trillions of getting the right bracket, so I'd rather just watch the games, not stress out. Yeah, but like you don't. You, you, the whole point is you like do with people you know, like oh, who'd you pick? Like oh, like I, and then there's always someone who's like oh, I picked like all dogs, which is actually what Zoe did. Dogs. <laughs> um, and it's just like a fun communal thing. Like oh, I'm gonna learn where Belmont is this week. You know, like yeah, it's always fun to root for to find a team that's gonna be the underdog. You always want to. I thought it was gonna be Belmont, but. I guess we'll we'll definitely know that it wasn't because this will come out in August. But that's yeah. right. Yeah, <laughs> turns out they lost. We'll we'll bet money now. Yeah, they did. They, they did lose. Yeah. <laughs> they lost to Maryland today. Um, oh shoot! I'm not even caught up to the future yet. But I just love like the first the, present. the first two days of the NCAA tournament. Like you're at work. It's like a Thursday and a Friday. My office, we have TVs all over the place. Usually, it's like CNBC and Bloomberg and like financial stuff. But like today, I commandeered all the remotes and just like put on basketball games, and no one said shit about it. It was great. I just love, I love that. Yeah. Do you have an office pool going? We do have an office pool. Because that will probably help people want to watch. Yeah, that'll be good. Ever we do an office pool? We had like an event today in the office. Um, We got Chick Fil A chicken nugs and pizza and fruit. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, third star. Fruit, fruit, <laughs> fruit kind of sucks. Three stars. Lo- things you had for lunch. Yeah, the that fruit, was the order, right? Fruit's the third star for sure. Um, and I don't know. It's just like a good day. I remember in high school, it was like the very first time there was like streaming sports on the internet, and you had to like sign up through CBS Sports and like get a login, and like you had to. It was like a whole thing. Ask Jeeves. Yeah, exactly. But I just remember I loved – people would just be sitting around in the hallways in high school and we'd just, like, be watching the games. and um, oh, yeah. yeah, or, like, the gym locker rooms, they put it up in the TV as you're, like, getting dressed or whatever. Yeah, so that's uh, that's my third story. Jonesy spends a lot of time in gym locker rooms <laughs> in high school for reasons. Bad joke. Oh. <laughs> to get dressed for <laughs> I'm we gonna have, let you. That was three <laughs> bad jokes in a row. <laughs> yeah. Bad joke. Bad joke after every single time I said uh, we kept following up with it. So my number two star for top sports days is the last day of the Masters because it's one of two. It's two things. First of all, I love golf on television. A because like we're all bad at golf and it's like fun to watch people who are good at golf and you can like feel shitty about how bad at golf you are. Chris, are you good at golf? I feel like you're good at golf. I'm okay. Okay. See, that's you being humble. Have you ever shot under 100? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> how many times? <laughs> On a non-par three. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, most of the time, I'll be in like low 90s. Nice. I think that's good. That's good, yeah. That's pretty good. Now, I like watching it, but then also, I love napping to golf. It is a very relaxing nap. 
Okay, so you're listening. You're not just you're like you put you, on golf. There was that one time we all we all went golfing and they came back here and put on golf and all fell asleep. <laughs> It was a good time. That was fun. So either it's good for watching, but it's also good for napping. So it's like a dual purpose, good sports day. And like, no one, I'm not getting amped up about the last day of like the Bridgestone Tire Invitational or like the Chick-fil-A hit the ball, such and such. But like, I love them. The Masters, that's like a whole other level. So Plus, it, it marks this the beginning of the season usually, so... That's also nice to look forward to. Yeah, absolutely. It sort of coincides with a number of things. And then my number one star is, is an odd one, the last day of the Premier League in soccer because all the games happen at exactly the same time. So you, they sort of like quad box it. And so any of the teams that are playing, they don't know what the outcome is uh, okay. of the other games that are going on. So they can't sort of like play based on knowing like oh you've already been relegated or you've so there's like so much going on it's all happening at once and it's just like really exciting i was gonna say that would suck to like have to watch all those they do quite they do like a red zone for it yeah, i guess yeah it's okay. it's a great viewing experience that is good but for the players like they're playing their hearts out knowing not knowing what their fate is because it's happening at the same time all the games at the same time means like if there are two teams that are fighting for like a, a top five spot or like fighting for a Champions League spot, then they don't know until uh, all the games start and end at the exact same time. All right, that's kind of interesting. I did not know that was a thing. Do they do that for the Final Four too? Well, there's no playoffs. Wait, so what happens after? It's just the last. So the, <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> say it in one word. Top top four teams. Top four teams make the the Premier League. Oh, they move up, right? So um, the bottom three teams get relegated, so they move down. Okay. So there's like a lot of different things that can happen on the last day. And it's just a, a really exciting. Okay. So, those are my three stars. Anyone else have a good top three sports days? Um, I had to kind of think about what we meant by that. So, well, I strung <laughs> it out as long as I could, so <laughs> yeah. you guys. Could, uh, I, yeah, I think I have one. So, three stars is going to be March Madness. So I agree with you, Stabby. Number two for me is the beginning of NHL playoffs. Mm, yeah. Um, Inching closer. Yeah, we're not too far away. I ten and talk at the same ten time. games out or so. <laughs> it's not that hard. Yeah. Go, Jesse. Uh, just because there's usually like a game every other night, and you'd be hard pressed to to find a better game than the hockey playoff game. And then my number one star is the World Cup. Mm. I had that on my list also. World Cup. Spoiler alert, Neil. Yeah. So not only is it uh, a, just a great event, but during work. We'll often like have it on the TV in the cafeteria, so like during lunchtime you could come and watch a couple, watch part of a game or whatever. And it's hard to be just national pride as well. So, do you ever go out to watch a World Cup game? Yes, a couple of times. I know like Reston Town Center had like yep. viewing parties, mm-hmm. <clears throat> and we got in there and everybody's chanting, everybody's jumping around watching the game. It was it was awesome. One of my yeah, I went to. Uh... DuPont Circle. Oh yeah, wherever the German embassy is. Yeah, for when USA the, played Team Germany. Du, du, the DuPonts. There's yeah. there are those photos of just like thousands yeah. of people. So I took off work that day. I had a doctor's appointment, mm-hmm. and I played hockey that morning with <laughs> yeah. Peter, Mark, my brother, and then we went to DuPont Circle to watch the uh, USA versus Team Germany, like the la- either the last one or the one before that. 
But yeah, it was the German embassy sponsored this, and they opened up Dupont Circle, put a huge like a like a big white screen TV or whatever. Yeah, and it was mobbed with people like Germans and United States, and it was. It was awesome. Yeah, anytime a sporting event can like take over a day, yeah, it's great. I used to bartend in undergrad at a sports bar where a lot of international students would tend to flock to, and so we played all soccer games and stuff, and there was one of the World Cups going on when I was bartending, and they just get rowdy and full of joy and are running around and like becoming friends with everyone and it's so i feel like it was pretty it was similar to when the caps won i feel like was the air that tends to be surrounding it um, yeah that's a good champions. one it's a good time to go watch the group of people well brett i'm going to charge you with putting this on the instagram so the best picture ever taken of me oh, yeah. was from the u.s ghana game i was wondering why you're on facebook i was like so oh, we're in lancaster oh damn like 700 people packed into a bar Oh my <laughs> god! <laughs> oh, yeah. Pop that on the Instagram. I don't have my somebody. We can do it. We can do it. Now. Yeah, this is like that was right Picture after they scored the game-winning <laughs> goal. <laughs> that is incredible. Yeah, so, like we had seeds all the way up front. It was so hilarious. Just do you also have pictures of you weeping in the streets after the Caps one? Uh, I there are no photos of that. Actually, I will take that back. I took selfies of me weeping oh, in the streets nice. after the Caps. We'll just have a whole series, a montage of stabbing of me just like being too yeah. like er- emotionally wrought after sporting events. I yeah. can say or it was a beautiful enough. thing to see. And he oh, also yeah, knocked there. his cup out of his own hand and it flew. Yeah, <laughs> oh, you, wit- you witnessed was, that in person. Yeah, she was nervous. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, that's good. All right, Chris, what's your? Do you have a number one? Was that your number one? That was number one. That was yeah. your number one. I think that's a very worthy number one. Does anyone have other three stars or honorable mentions? If like we want to break format, I'm gonna go. Yeah, World Cup would be. That was my like number three. That's always a fun thing to watch. The opening like days of those. There's a bunch of games going. You have your brackets going. They're always fun to watch. Uh, I like the opening and the beginning days of the Olympics. That was mine. Uh, yeah, those are good. I love watching those. One fun memory we had was watching me and Brett and a couple of friends. We watched just, us. <laughs> just me and Brett. <laughs> it was yeah. three. It was like three a.m. on like a Friday night, and hockey was starting. It was the Winter Olympics, and it was the women's U.S. hockey team played Team Finland, and we stayed up because it was in fin or Russia. It was in Sochi, so it started like three a.m. But we stayed up with like a group of like six of us. Allie Golden was there, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, we stayed up and we watched that game, and Team USA won, so it was fun, but the opening days of the Olympics are always fun, just watching the beginning ceremonies and the opening games are just, I, I love the Olympics, it's it's a fun time. And then, yeah, number one, I'll go March Madness for that, because today, yeah, this has been, these next two days are just a lot of fun, there's, you want to go for the upsets, you want to find the underdogs, and it's just, like, nonstop basketball. I feel like there are two pretty obvious ones that no one has said hockey i haven't gone yet chris hasn't gone yeah, yet. I'm, yeah. I'm going all day sports. all right what you yeah. chris what do you got uh, i'd say well march madness these first two days that's my number two okay um just because a it's a huge day um he's going machete order if you're a guy you can go out you can go out in vegas and that's a mm-hmm. hell of a time i think majority <laughs> of my degenerate friends are there right now uh number three I'd probably say uh, kickoff NFL. I think any week one, you get the energy going. Anytime there's any type of energy around an event, that's great. I personally go to all the Giants home games, so that's always great to see, no matter how bad the previous year was, some positivity going in the game until the first drive's yeah, over. Yeah, you're, you're undefeated heading into opening day. Yeah, it's unbelievable. You got season tickets? Yes. Oh, nice. 
then um, I'd say my number one would be any winner-take-all game. So whether it's game 163 in baseball, uh, whether it's the one-game playoff or game seven, I think any any of those events is the wild card one. unprecedented. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah, I definitely agree with those. Any game sevens and – yeah, those are for sure something I always try and tune into. Yeah, I went, I went to I went to one game playoff between the Giants and the Mets in 2016, and no one sat down in the entire stadium for the entire game. So even during, in between the innings, everyone was standing up. It was jam packed. Took forever to get home, but it was just <laughs> just an experience. We were all so happy sitting in traffic and <laughs> having experienced it. Being able to sit down. Yeah, true. <laughs> Sit down and drive. Ashley, what do, you, do you have some? I do. Um, so my third one is, I think, Super Bowl, which there it I is. think that, that was going to be. One yeah, one I figured that's where it was. I don't always care too much about the game overall, but I really enjoy the community aspect of it. Like, it's really fun getting together with your close friends, usually, or whomever you're with, um, hanging out for usually way too long because the game tends to just drag on forever. Awesome food. And I tend to just say, hey, I'm going to eat whatever I want, and I'll deal with that later. And then, I don't know, it's just fun. And the games always have, I feel like, always have some surprises, whether that's good or bad. It's something to talk about. Favorite halftime performance ever that you've seen? Um, I think Lady Gaga just, like, killed it. I just jump off the roof? Yeah. (laughs) And I think it's also because of the difference between that last year and this year, because Mm -hmm. this year was ridiculous. yeah. Sorry, this year was just like ridiculously plain, and yeah. last year she went over the top and did <clears> such a cool job, like really making it a show in addition to a concert. Yeah, like she did both things very well, and this year was just like, okay, Adam Levine took his shirt off. Yeah, wait, she, what, what, <laughs> what happened there? Yeah, she like entertained. Yeah. and mm-hmm. this year was such a letdown. Yeah, I got a curveball for you. What about what about Left Shark? That was also very good. Yeah. But that was, I feel like, an isolated, really cool thing. (laughs) Whereas her overall show was It was a distraction from the main event. I don't know. Number two, I think, that was my Olympics. And then I think my number one is a little weird, but I really like the first baseball game I go to of the season. There you go. Opening day. But it's not opening day. It's my opening day. It's the first time I go. Sounds very selfish. To a game. (laughs) It could be mid-season. No one knows what it's going to be. It's called Ashley Sports Sometimes Day. it might be two years in between, but it's always it's probably it's usually like one of my favorite days of the year is when my first time going to the Nats game for the year. I feel like opening day is like a harbinger of spring. Like I know we have a no weather rule, but it's just if like it's within if it's going with sports, that's fine. Yeah, yeah. This this we're like tiptoeing up to yeah. the one. I just think like opening. I for the first I think five or six years that the Nats were in town, I went to opening day. And it's just like walking into a ballpark, and it's the first time, and it's been like a long winter, and maybe it's still a little bit chilly out, but I just think there's something special about opening day of like of the baseball season. It's like the beginning of a long. It's like summer's on the way. Like it just for me, that's like a turning point of the year. For me, it's yeah. I I go with Ashley here. It's not. I mean, I, I know I watch the games, but I don't need to go to opening day. But my first game is definitely. When it changes, I'm it's like, it's a personal. Opinion. Yeah, I check the we- I do check the weather to sure. see what it's gonna be like. If it's gonna be like cold, I'm not going. If it's gonna be raining, I don't want to buy a ticket. But it's a nice day. I'm gonna buy a ticket, and yeah, that, it definitely changes. But I'm definitely watching the games. But going to the first one is is for sure a big one. Sweet. I'll just throw in one if that's all right. Yeah, yeah. I, I really love us. the Winter Classic. 
Because I actually, uh, I don't think you guys have kept up, but I still watch those series leading up to it. Like, you know, back uh, the, the original, yeah, well, it used to be Well, they HBO. don't do HBO anymore now. It's um, Epics, yeah. and then I think it literally is just now YouTube. or It's like something that they just do a straight release to like streaming, and it, I usually just watch them on YouTube now. Yeah. And they've cut it, they've trimmed it down, but it's still really cool to get like a glimpse into the players' lives and like kind of the the pressure building up to that big day. And I always just think it's a really cool thing, a cool way to start off the new year and a cool thing to look forward to in like the first few hours of whatever the year it is that you're entering. Currently, we're in 2019. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. A, that's a cool event. And I, I think they that the NHL really thought that that was going to be like their day. And it kind of has not ended up being. It used to just be like... They, yeah, distilled it down, yeah. It was like college bowl day for a long time. And now like the college bowl season has like gone from the Halloween to... Valentine's Day, seemingly, but um, yeah, yeah, that's a that's a good uh, honorable mention, I think. I have Sweet. I have one less honorable mention. We're getting a little long here, um, but I wanted to throw out just the first day of college football as well, because um, there's nothing better than tailgating, mm. and yeah. like oh hell yeah, the first <laughs> there we go, the first tailgate you get out to, you know, it's the start Is of the on? season. It's I love it. All right, I think those are some good three stars. We uh, we really covered the the full gamut of good sports days. We're in one right now. Clearly, we're not baseball fans. I don't think baseball got mentioned once. But yeah, opening day. day. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Where have you been? I blacked out. Yeah. <laughs> I think nobody said World Series though. That's what I was thinking. I was like, yeah, but yeah, that's you know, that's like I just think a different thing. Like yeah, like, but like winner take all games. You know, I mean, yeah, nobody mentioned like Stanley Cup. Or anything because it's, it's not a not, day. You don't right. know what day it is. There's, yeah. a, there's a difference. Clearly, I misread like a, the rules. A day and an event. So. <laughs> yeah. All right. Should we uh, should we take a quick break? Yeah. Brett's got to get a timeout. I think. Yeah. Brett, <laughs> you're you're in timeout. All right. Let's. Take I do that. remember. Yeah. Let, let's take that break. So that was a good uh, three stars and nice way to start things off. Now we'll ease into our second segment as we do. It's a t- Thursday night, so we're gonna be sipping on something. So we'll go around the room and ask what you sipping on. Now what you sipping on? Sipping on? Sipping on? We'll keep it nice and tight tonight. Um, I'll start us off. I literally just finished it, and I'm about to crack into our second one here. I have a Lancaster Brewing. Limited release double chocolate milk stout. Obviously, Lancaster has a place in my heart. This brewery was three blocks away from my house when I lived in Lancaster. And you could go and they, you know, like those room service trays? Oh, you, yeah. You could buy like a room service tray full of samplers for like 20 bucks. What? It was the so hell? good. Damn. And it would just like knock you on your ass. How many oh, different, uh, how many different beers do they have? It was. Uh, like 20 beers. Damn. That's, <laughs> yeah. that's a good amount. And like four ounce fours. So like I would organize them, you know, like I go light to heavy. And so by the end, it's just like, oh, it tastes like beer. <laughs> Who brought this card in here? <laughs> uh, was that place like packed? Like constantly? Or it, was, was that it was like well a known? brew pub type thing. It was like an, they re they took like an old brick farmhouse like and repatriated it and yeah it did really well you get dinner there i did a birthday dinner there one time when i was in college and they put out really good stuff they won great american beer festival medals and i just i love their milk stout it's like i think just one of their best so 
You know how I feel about Homer. it. I'm a homer. I'm a homer. Yeah, if there was like a Boston brewery, like I would probably yeah, be yeah. saying really nice things about the Boston brewery too, even if it was. But yes, it is. It's it's some good stuff. Chris, what you sipping on? Uh, I am sipping on what's called Granny Smith's Apple Bottom. Mm. It's a uh, Prairie Dogs. So they have their mug club members kind of select different ingredients that they age in barrels and then bottle it for them at a later date. Uh, This is an imperial stout aged in apple brandy barrels with marshmallow, pecans, and cinnamon. It's my first apple brandy aged beer, and it's uh, phenomenal. It's it's pretty much like like a liquid apple pie. Oh, damn. It's great. What's its untapped? What are you giving that? Uh, I gave it a 4.75. Oh, shit. Wow, that's wow. the highest. High praise. Damn. High praise from the, the good doctor. And it current, I think it currently has a 4.7 overall rating. That's, yeah, that's wow. delicious. I also love like beer names that are like punny. I oh, yeah. absolutely Always so much agree. more entertaining. Yeah, you should look up. Some, so they did like 20 or so different bottles. They all have like really creative names. Apple like bottom, granny, <laughs> boots with the That's fur, like dogs with the fur. You nailed it. That was really good. Yeah. <laughs> All right, uh, Ashley, what are you sipping on? I am sipping on D9 Brewing Company Swell Rider Tangerine Session Ale. Um, I picked this one up over at Westover Market on my way over here. Mm-hmm. Um, it was pretty good. It was not what I expected. So D9, I guess, is a place in Cornelius, North Carolina, which is not a place I've ever heard of before. I have I heard I of have North it. Carolina, though, so there's oh, that. You're good. Um, yep, halfway there. It's pretty interesting. It's way lighter than I expected. It's 5.1 ABV, so not too shabby, nothing crazy. And it's super heavy on the tangerine, Yeah. and it's pretty surprising up front, but then it has a really nice taste, so it's not bad. It's pretty interesting, and the can is really pretty. The artwork is done by... Some woman from Honolulu. She even gets like a shout out on it. So is it good Sweet. summer beer? Yeah, this definitely would be a really easy drinking. Like if it's hot out, since it's like super light and refreshing, that's I would a, buy. Golf beer, right? I would oh. buy it again. What's that? What's that? Sure. What's that percentage? What are we looking at? Five point one. Five point one. All right. So that's not bad. Yeah. Maybe that's like a Burke Lake golf beer. Like, oh, you're not like sure. not anything better than that. That's like, like, a, that's like a shooting one hundred Burke Lake. Right? <laughs> just, just be putting them in the water. <laughs> Fuck you, round two. <laughs> hole two. Yeah, hole two. <laughs> hole ten now. Yeah, yeah they, sure. they change it up. Ooh, um, so, Brett, what you sipping on? We got here, it's a uh, micro-brew called... <coughs> Sorry. It's <laughs> <laughs> got a tickle in my throat. Probably because I'm drinking Coors Light. So. Uh. <laughs> yeah. I wasn't able to stop by Martin's and get Allagash White because uh, I was coming straight from the theater and picked up some Coors Light from Safeway, but... I will say this goes down smooth. Let's see, what is the alcohol percentage of Coors Light? If anybody cares. It's probably low fours. Yeah. Oh, it looks like the main ingredient is is water. Yeah. Uh, There's some cool mountains on it. I know Brian would like it because he loves to talk about mountains on beer cans. You have it on untapped? (laughs) Let's see. Yeah. I'll say it on there. It's dangerous. Are they not going to like share that? (laughs) I feel like it's on the box probably, just not on the can. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I do like Coors Light. I was straight out of uh, Colorado. Coors Denver Light specifically. Is 4.2. Nice. nice. On the nose. That's what my GPA was in high school. 
Humble brag. No, it wasn't actually. It was <laughs> much lower than that. How are right, my drink so, re- as a, as an aside, I know there are schools that do GPAs above four. How does yep. that how does that work? It's AP inflation class. and it's gotten even more ridiculous since we graduated high school. Really? As How's someone it? with a sister who just graduated high school last year. What was her GPA? Uh, Seven point one. I don't even know what hers was. <laughs> That's a HIPAA violation. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. PII. Uh, so AP classes inflated. So if you take all AP classes and get all A's. Like let's you, say you take four AP classes and you get four A's. What, what's your GPA? So essentially if you, if you get an A in an AP class, you would have a 4.5. That would average in with your other classes okay. when we were in school. But then I think after that, it got even more ridiculous where like AP classes would average in as a five if you got an A and honors classes would average in as a 4.5. Wow. So people could in theory graduate with a 5.0 mm. or people if they never took an AP class and just took like a bunch of honors classes could have like a 4.5. The big, uh, the big news of the week, and I'm sure by the time this publishes, like everyone will have forgotten it. Is, of the uh, four years ago. <laughs> What? Yeah, wait, what? That's when it's going to post. Oh, four yeah, years. right. This week, yeah, four years ago. From once now. Is, once oh, it's are you talking posts. about the grading scale controversy? What? No, I was going to talk about the celebrities who are buying their kids. Oh, yeah. Like, all <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, which, like, it's that perfect combination of people wanting to hate on celebrities and rich people, and it's just, like, delicious. Like, num, 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 num. like that girl who's, like... He's like, yeah, I want to go to USC. Like, I'm not going to go to class too much. She's like an Instagram celebrity. The whole thing is just like, this is outrageous. I'm an aspiring Instagram model myself. Are you? Yeah. You're pretty good at the Instagram. The Instagram? (laughs) The Facebook? The Instagram? Could be a a little better. (laughs) Yeah. Could be a little more frequent and uh, follow through with my promises, I know. Yeah, you make some, you, you write some checks that your tush sometimes i haven't mistakenly because i actually toggle back and forth between like the band one my personal one and then the burp cast i haven't mistakenly posted to one intentionally or like intending for the other yet but i feel like it's going to happen at some point so it's also funny because like the picture for burp cast and my own personal picture there's a lot of like red shirts yeah and so i um i, I feel like I, I have to like back out and be like wait am i on the right one <laughs> yeah. um neil no what you sipping on I got a Hoptimization by Brothers Craft Brewing Company. Mm-hmm. It's a nice uh, India Pale Ale, and it's from Virginia. It's from Harrisonburg, Virginia. So, yeah, I'm all about the local beers. This is a good one. It's 7.1%. It's pretty smooth um, for an IPA. I like it a lot. What's your uh, What's your rating on that? I'll probably give it like a 3.75. All right. That seems fair. So we're all sipping on some good stuff. Um now that we're prepped and lubricated and ready to go. <laughs> Actually, you don't that's, a weird, that's a weird way to put it. <laughs> that was a weird way to get there. <laughs> you're, you're, you're anti-lubrication, Ashley? I'm anti you saying it in this context. <laughs> we're lubed up. Let's go. Yeah, let's, we got, we got There's the, been some foreplay. Like, yeah. Add a little lube. Everybody wearing protection? Let's go. Well, I think our next segment... The protection would be an ad blocker because we have to discuss what we did on the internet this week. Uh, you, have, you, have, you, have. you have email. You want to see, see what I did there? Well, well done, there. Stabby. There it is. Nice. Weird way to get there again, but... <laughs> Good joke. <Yeah. laughs> 
Yeah, we don't have the good joke bump. We just have the bad joke bump. It was our first good joke, so I mean, now we have a reason to do it. That's right. They're few and far between. Ah. Can I so, say medium joke? I'm not sold on the good joke yet. You yeah, can say you medium joke. Say it in a way that we could use it as a drop. Or like, ah! Medium joke. There it is. All right. That'll get used in the future. <laughs> that is a really... I don't think everyone's Peyton to call back in. <laughs> no one's ever said medium joke in like the history of the world too, so I feel like that's we can like uh, copyright that. In. Medium joke. We can wear a shirt or have shirts that says medium joke. <laughs> that shirt, that joke was okay. Yeah. No, it was medium. With like the thumb. <laughs> Before we get into what we did on the internet, can I? I'm gonna go ahead and um, because I'm in the habit of admitting things I probably shouldn't admit on this show. <laughs> we all do that. Um. I have flash forward in my in my head to a day in which the Burpcast has become so big that we have merch, <laughs> and I've tried to think about what merch we would have. Um, we clearly would have to have a three stars T-shirt. We'd have to have a bad joke, t- oh. like a bad show, bad joke, like a bumper sticker. Nice. You could definitely um, make stickers when we actually that have these awesome like. Like I'm trying to think of like what are other. I'm for some reason I'm thinking of a yak back and it's just a burp. That's just like a burp playing. It's like uh. arr, arr. That, that, that's going 90s, but I don't know why that's the first thing that's. We should mind. we should bring yak backs back. <laughs> Bad joke. What is a yak back for the listeners who don't know it? And I'm asking for a friend, and I'm also asking for myself. It was like a thing in the 90s it could record for like three seconds yeah and you said something into it and then you held record and then you'd hand it to someone they would play it and it would just say the exact same thing it would record and then would play what you just said and there were certain yak backs where you could um play the audio backwards oh yeah that was fun yeah there was it was the i think it was called the yak back backwards or yak back. Bop it. Might have been yak back. It was right. Re- it, like, it. it was actually in the very same era as yeah. the bop it. And like yeah. Furbies. Couldn't you do recordings on Furbies too? Can you? Or they like learned your name, so you'd enter a room. They'd be like, "Hello, Brian," and like no, open they, one eye. They didn't. They didn't. They didn't talk English. Uh, Furbies. You had a defective. Oh, they just said Furby, right? No, they're like They had like their own language. I they, thought that they could n- learn names. Like they did uh, haunt your dreams, though. Oh. Yeah, they, absolutely. <laughs> Furbies, Old like question. they, I feel like Furbies are the, um, like the spiritual precursor to minions, or like, minions or tremors, Angry Birds. <laughs> they were happy birds. Yeah, or, yeah, yeah, yeah. People just prefer Angry Birds because it's more aligned with, I feel like, actual birds. Maybe. So if if anyone has any merch ideas, feel free to hit us up on Instagram at Burpcast. We're we're taking suggestions. Can we yeah. just get? Can you let him finish in quotes and then dash Dr. Jones on <laughs> a shirt too? <laughs> Jones is Jones is always like the voice of reason, I feel like at times. Hats? So. Trust me, I'm a I'm Dr. Jones. Oh, I feel oh, like who's that one? Who's whose podcast is that? Oh, shout out to the Toscast. Toscast. We're not in, we're not fans of endorsing other podcasts here. We we, we can't we can't have the uh Yes, what it was. I had to Stabby, you know, you've rivalry. brought up other podcasts. I think past. I have too. That's true. A few that I've I know. But it's like there are competition. Well, I think they also can promote. I've seen bands who will like be like, we want to do a, a daily promotion of other bands, and then it becomes like this like partnership of sorts. Like you're everybody's trying to make it. So, and you might get noticed, share followings. I feel like right now we're more Just into followers. developing beef. We started like, yeah. we started beef with Eminem. Remember? Uh, yeah. <laughs> Still waiting to hear back. Yeah. I feel like we had beef with someone else, but now I can't. Remember. Do we start beef with Beyonce? I feel I like we, maybe in your head. 
That's yeah. a bad That's move. A Bus- bad business move. In your nightmares. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she can be a she can be a friend of the show. It's you're either beefing with us or you're a friend of the there show. There was an SNL skit, wasn't it, where it was like he was like, I just don't like her music that much and then it was like they're all like the service was like going <laughs> to like get basically get rid of the guy, like do away with him. <laughs> yeah. All right. So, so all of that said, merch ideas we're we're taking them. Um let's talk a little bit about the internet and namely what you did on it. Forgot that's where we were going with this. Yeah. We, we <laughs> Brett, you might you might be unfamiliar, but we do some non sequiturs on the show. <laughs> what? I feel like I'm the leader behind that most of the time. You're very the good. Enforcer. At that. Who has a good thing that they did on the internet this week? Did anybody see the Toy Story Four trailer? It yeah, made I me saw it. so saw angry that it exists. They're just the movie's gonna happen. I saw like images of it i did not watch the i watched trailer, it though. you Why just saw you an mad? image you're like i'm not going there i just don't think there should be a toy story 4 the third one wrapped up perfectly and i'm not the first person to have this opinion but i just had to say even after watching the trailer brian said it already existed a couple couple weeks ago he, he thought did. it did yeah he was like yeah, oh yeah the fourth toy story like yeah. that was a really great film like it's it was like it's on uh, vhs ago. i believe <laughs> that, that yeah was said on this podcast yeah I just yep. listened today. It was <laughs> in January. It was in January. January, yeah, 3rd. yeah. Well, because he went on to see Toy Story three on a date, and he was like saying it was like a horror film and stuff. But then we we had convinced him that he was like wrong, and it was actually Toy Story four, and he was like second yeah. guessing himself and didn't know that. He, yeah, he like didn't know which one he had seen. Why? I mean, so what? I just it seems like the plot was kind of recycled, but um, like it's kind of like Woody gets separated again. He's like kind of like should I? go back to my real life or should I stay here? That's exactly mm. what happened in Toy Story 2. So I haven't actually seen the third one. Oh, you haven't? I, I haven't. don't, I'm not good at movies. I it's don't good. see them. It's a good one. It's, it's actually, it's a, it's a tearjerker. Yeah, it is. It's a tearjerker mm. for sure. Yeah. It I is don't a like film. those either. I heard that people like got emotional over the third. I think I saw the third, but I didn't really get that like emotional. People were like, oh man, it's gonna, it's, you gonna, didn't, hit, it's gonna hit hard. You didn't get emotional in the, the Inferno scene? No, that was was that supposed to be emotional? That was funny. <laughs> Bad joke. I was gonna say you might be a sociopath. I, I, I heard, <laughs> I heard laughs. Yeah, I Toy Story, the first one I think was my second or third movie I ever saw in theaters, and I still remember it at how like awesome I thought it was. It was one of the first times I've ever seen CGI on a screen, and I was like, this is strange. Granted, I was five years old, so it was the first time I was seeing a lot of things and taking in life. But that's a that's a good internet thing. I think we'll have to do a group trip to the film when it finally yeah. airs, and then we can do like a full review, review. yeah, and cool. see if it meets or surpasses or. Fails. I feel like I'll see it. I, I will see it, but I just feel like I'll see it, like you know, resentfully. Like sure. That. Yeah. All right. Who else did something on the internet this week? And if you said you didn't, you're lying. <clears throat> Uh, I did, so I don't know how much time you guys spend on the internet, but there's a thing going around which is loosely translated to the Florida Man Challenge. Yes. <laughs> and so I would like everybody to take out their phones and um, go ahead and enter in Florida Man along with your birthday. Florida Man. Yeah, so search, search, go to Google, search the words Florida Man, and then your birthday. And see what like happens. how do you do your birthday like you just type in just Florida man month month and date October first twenty six okay no no like am I writing like the date or am I doing the number so, Florida man my birthday yeah <laughs> hey it knows <laughs> and the whole the whole theory is behind this is that because there's such 
crazy online stories about Florida Man that you're bound to come up with some interesting ones. Mine, for example, was Florida Man stabbed a man to death while high on LSD. Uh, that's a good Florida Man story right there. Did he get off? I, I didn't dive deep into the facts of the case. I'm going to say no. These are pretty good. Arrest made in I saw my, September 8th. Arrest made in September 8th, death of Jacksonville man who staggered into Burger King, another man wanted. That was a duel, like a, you know, <laughs> double, a, a double, a daily double. <laughs> There's two men wanted. I've like, got a um, Florida sub- suspect tries to swim away from police subdued by algae. <laughs> Ooh, look out for that algae. <laughs> so good. Neil, what's yours? I got Florida man pleads guilty to mailing bombs to Trump foes. No, I think that's just the top one. Wait, what am I looking That for? was like a story that happened. <laughs> yeah, that's just that's like the most recent. That came up on Google. Scroll down. What am I Happy looking for? am I looking <laughs> Did you put your birthday in? Yeah, I put October. Yeah, I put it in. Did it happen on your birthday? Wait, that's not your birthday. That's Brian's birthday. Put in your birthday. <laughs> <laughs> oh, mine, while we figure out the interwebs, uh, I did mine the other day. It was Florida man brings gator with him on beer run. Um I remember that video. Was it successful? Yeah. <laughs> Full on alligator in his arm, just trying to get a case of Bud Light. Yeah, and he got he got sued for like animal abuse, animal and he was just like, yeah, "Sorry, yeah. I don't remember having done that." He's like, "Listen, I was hammered. This is Florida. They're everywhere. Just had to grab one." And they were like, "You're dismissed, sir. <laughs> Go home. <laughs> Thank you for that valid case and argument." All right, so I have to apologize to Neil. Thank you. There's three separate stories that are all about the mail bombings. The mail October. bombing happened all the way back in October. October 26th is when they're all connected How to. How dare you guys? Well, and <laughs> and that guy like just uh, had his, he just pled guilty in court today. Yeah, that was me. No. <laughs> don't, Happy birthday. Don't mail bombs. <laughs> I can't say. You're welcome. <laughs> Mine is Florida man throws bicycle, then other man off bridge <laughs> with video. It's crazy that the, yeah, Florida. What a state. Yeah. That's a good one, Chris. Well, this one's October 14th, I think. Um, Florida man allegedly attacked mother with sausages. Wow. <laughs> allegedly. Allegedly. <laughs> allegedly. That's a good uh that's a good internet thing. That that yeah, lightens like my that. Uh, my spirits. What else do we do on the internet this week? Um, I have one so as I mentioned earlier, I Oh my god. Keep telling me one or the other. I'm new here. I also don't have headphones. Um, oh, sweet. Uh, now I have headphones. Um, so I am awful at watching movies. You can ask my boyfriend right here. Terrible. Who's your boyfriend? Terrible. I have not seen a lot of movies that I should have seen and that most human beings should have seen. Um, but the other day we watched The Goodfellas and it was <laughs> Yeah, there's no It has no thought. Wait, wait, what which movie is <laughs> God, The Goodfellas? Um we yeah, so I mean and I'm loosely doing what we did on the internet because we streamed it, so hey, counts. And um I thought it was very good and I am excited about having checked that one. I feel like it's a pretty big movie to see. I really liked it. Can you do a Goodfellas impression? No. We've been over the fact that I'm bad at impressions. Give, so me, give me your best uh, nope, Ray Liotta. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's good. That's good. Oh, God. I don't know. Give me a Joe Pesci. Pesci's you, in you it? Yeah. Do it. No, they asked you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I don't it. want to. All right. How about um, De Niro? You got a De Niro? No. I haven't how seen any a, movies. How do I have these You just saw a movie that yeah, had those three people yeah, in it. Yeah, but like they didn't, I don't know, they didn't have too many like things that are good at 
doing impressions. How about the sound of a gun? No. <laughs> <laughs> okay. The, it was good. I, like, I don't know. What else? <laughs> like, I, that was it. I saw a movie. That was a big deal. I feel like it's our duty as hosts to try to make our guests sound as good as possible. But You're not doing you're that. making it hard. Hey, actually. that's mean. Yeah. <laughs> oh, mean what? joke. Mean. <laughs> mean joke. <laughs> I like that. When I said the thing about that was Brian's birthday, I wanted to be like, twin joke. Like, <laughs> Every time we make a joke about you guys being twins, we have to have one of us is a robot. (laughs) (sighs) All right. Well, those are all, I think, uh, pretty suitable things to have done on the internet. Um, Chris, what are you doing over there? (laughs) I've got carpal tunnel. (laughs) (laughs) From being on the internet or? uh, (laughs) From working. What are you doing today? (laughs) (laughs) We should file like an OSHA complaint. This isn't even funny. You're just waving your arm in there. I need one of those pads for this. My mouse hand. I have that. Yeah. Yeah. Go on. There's also there's these little. I might have one in my backpack actually. Uh, It's like these little squeezy hand things, and it like flexes out that same muscle that cramps up. It's like uh, two little bars, and there's a spring, and you just squeeze them. And I do. Got to work on your grip strength. Yeah. So you can start shaking hands, and or you could just flop your arm around. (laughs) (laughs) That works too. Either one. I mean, we've seen a lot of gestures like from Chris where he's like, "Keep going" or "Stop talking," but then that wasn't that was just one that was hard to predict. I feel. Yeah. Yeah, I can tell if it was like a sloppy like. Let's keep this. Yeah. <laughs> like Chris, did you? Is your arm numb? Yeah. yeah. I think I did one brief thing on the internet that's like worthy of mention. Um, controversial take here, I'm sure. I really like the Beatles. Whoa. Super controversial. I know. Ooh. Unpopular opinion. Unpopular joke. <laughs> <laughs> we got another one in the in the um, books. Uh, and sure I was cast. recently yeah. alerted to the fact that there is a extended version of the White Album that just recently got released, like for their fiftieth. They have fiftieth anniversary of the White Album, and it's like a studio version where, like, you know, they kept the mics rolling in between takes. And you know how like sometimes we'll keep the mics rolling and like put a little bit of it at the beginning of the show. Oh yeah. They took that idea from us 50 years ago. Sounds about right. Travel through time. So I've been listening to that and you can get it on Spotify. It's it's really interesting cuz uh there's kind of this very tense relationship between John and Paul and they like creatively we're very different people and personality wise we're very different people and a lot of it was kind of like oh such and such their manager like there's a lot of like rumors and the internet didn't exist back then so it was you know like there were like we're not on twitter like saying oh i just saw john and paul getting coffee and they like got into a fist fight but it was very clear that they didn't really they wrote songs separate from one another and so to hear them kind of interacting in a way like two of like the greatest legends in, in music history um, and just sort of like one of the most unique stories in the history of music and then to just like kind of have that like peeling back the curtain a little bit and just being able to hear it in as it was that's something I've really gotten into this week and I haven't been able to sit down and listen to it in one go but I'm about two-thirds of the way through and it's been fascinating to listen to would you expect that to be the case or was that kind of rough and eye-opening for you to hear like such an iconic band had some stuff under the surface you know it's one of those things where like you can know something conceptually but then to be able to see it or hear it is an entirely different thing yeah 
And I just love, I mean, it doesn't change the way that I think about or feel about yeah. Beatles, but I just think it's so cool that, you know, we're, we're lucky enough to still have two Beatles alive and kicking. Yeah. I, I've seen Paul McCartney in person. Where? Like the, the grocery store or? Well, like kind of like that, but like it was <laughs> <laughs> Verizon Center. Oh yeah, back when it was the Aver- you know, Verizon Center, where where Verizon most Center. people see him on a stage with like <laughs> yeah. fire, um, <laughs> and so just um, there's going to be a certain point where like theoretically a generation from now like they won't be around anymore, and so it'll be like on the people who have like seen them and heard them to like carry on listening to a band that's like so important to music. I mean there are just so many bands nowadays, like so much music nowadays that bases their talent and sort of their style off of things that the Beatles did 50 years ago. That was just like totally unprecedented. Yeah. Um, and I, I feel like I'm veering a little bit into your lane here, Brett, sort of as like our, well, our musician of the, the <laughs> podcast. I was going to say, I mean, there's definitely things that happen. Well, first it's, it's also like when you're in a um, position like that, where you're very popular and you can kind of make people, you can make perfection be what shows like on the surface. Like you can make it seem like everything's all jolly and fine. And like the, the skies are blue and it's all, um, you know, very positive, but there, especially like you're running a business as a band. So there are things, there are, uh, conversations that happen behind the scenes. There are arguments. Um, I've even seen that in like newer projects that I participated in. And it's kind of funny being in a long stand project, like literally champs. Like we had, like it was a a lot of jokes and like quirkiness and like occasionally there were things that happened, but we really did get along well in comparison, like to a lot of projects. But yeah, I think, uh, I think it's funny because you, especially with social media, like people do that with their own personal lives too. They put the best of, like it's like a best of out to the world. Um, and so now like everybody's performers, it's not just, you know, people like the Beatles, but they're definitely one of the more iconic performers. And that's interesting. I think I'd want to listen to that too and see, Kind of the banter, totally worth it. Like as a totally fellow, not as significant or as iconic musician, I'd I'd think that would be cool to hear and kind of listen to how bands speak with one another. Uh, one final question before we round out the segment. As a drummer, oh well, no, you go for it, Neil. What do you got? Well, if you want to go oh, okay. Well, for uh, fine, one final question before we kick it over to Neil on what he did for the internet this week. Um, <laughs> as a as a drummer, what are your general opinions on Ringo? Ringo? Or Rocky well, Star, as you one time <laughs> referred to him, Neil. Do you remember that? When uh, Rocky you Star. called him Rocky. I think that was Brian. <laughs> I think Twin joke. <laughs> yeah. Twin joke. I think that was definitely Brian. We were playing that game. What's the game? You were here. We were playing the game where you uh, where you have to like play hot potato with the phone. Like you have Catch a partner. Catchphrase. Catch yeah. yeah, and you're like, uh... Okay. Rocky, Rocky, like Rocky yeah. Raccoon, like Rocky, Rocky Star. Oh, it could have been me. It could have been me. <laughs> That's okay. I had an Uber driver or the Lyft driver to the theater earlier today was uh, t- re- recapping Avengers, and he called Star Lord Star Fox, and I thought that was hilarious. That's great. Like he was like, st- good game. Bro. Yeah, Star. Great. Yeah. Show me. Was, was it not? Show me your move. No, that was a uh, do a barrel roll. Yeah, do a barrel roll. Yeah. <laughs> Try our U turn. Use the boost to get through. <laughs> Slippy. Um, Look out, Star Fox. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he's like a like an eight year old kid that did the you with me <laughs> I want to get some of these sound bites this is why it's tough for us to share my to go back forth yeah. alright we're, we're gonna get carpal tunnel wait oh <laughs> just, just shake, shake your arm and it makes you feel better <laughs> real See this life motion? Joke. it doesn't real help 
Um, yeah, I think he's, I, I mean, what was it, uh, George, uh, who was the original drummer? And he was too handsome. He got kicked out of the band. Uh, Pete Best. Pete Best, yes. Oh, man. Pete I've, Best is the original drummer. Yeah. Too handsome? Is that legit? Yeah, he got kicked Brian out. Brian knows his backstory better Yes, than that's right. So wow. Pete, Pete Best was the original drummer of the Beatles, and he was, like, very good looking. And so uh, there, I think it was George Martin who was their original uh, manager and promoter. He kicked them. He kicked Pete Best out of the band. Pete Best was actually considered to be like a very good drummer, and they had to find yeah. someone like less attractive because he wasn't the front man. He wasn't John, and he wasn't Paul, who were supposed to be like the heartthrobs. Like they were the ones because the, the marketing the, tactic. The Beatles started off as like a boy band, you know, like I want to hold your hand. Like that was like pop, yeah, yeah. you know. So they kicked Pete Best out of the band because he was too good looking, and they brought Ringo in. And Ringo, I think a lot of people. How does Ringo feel about that? Well, he's, the other thing about Ringo is people think he's like not a good musician. Like he yeah, I wrote, don't be harsh. But. He wrote like Octopus's Garden, which is considered to be like one of the silliest songs that the Beatles ever wrote. And a lot of people sort of like give Ringo shit for being like anyone could have been in the Beatles. But I think I'm, I'm genuinely curious. Like, yeah, do you have an I mean, opinion on whether or not Ringo is? I don't know if I have a strong opinion, or I'm not like anti-Ringo per se. Um, but I mean, it is funny. I always think of that Family Guy like bit where they they're like <laughs> Ringo walks in, and he's like, "I got guys, I wrote a song," and they're like, "Oh, we'll go put it on the fridge right yeah, here with right the rest here, of them, yeah. right here on the fridge." And he's like, "Yay!" <laughs> like that. I mean, it was like an eight second bit. But um, I mean, I, I don't. I'm not strongly like against Ringo. I think I'm overall pro Beatles, and um, I mean, I probably have other drummers that I, I I idolize over Ringo, but I'm not, you know, gonna bash him and say he's the worst drummer of all time didn't deserve we'll have to do a full beatles episode yeah. at some point yeah. <laughs> with, like that's a whole rabbit hole i think we could go down yeah um, i mean i hope Pete best at least found a career after he was you're too handsome you're too good, talented go somewhere else <laughs> you make uh, everyone else around you look horrible maybe yeah he's like, yeah you need to be know. uglier than paul that's like <laughs> the threshold for being the drummer of the beatles yeah well at the time it was really hard to do yeah. so all right, well, I think those were all good things um, that we did on the internet this week. Um, Chris, I think, did more than the rest of us because he has an injury from an internet. Is that an internet-related injury that you're suffering? It's a work-related injury. <laughs> Maybe I can get some comp, comp time. Right? Yeah, you should. I think uh, we should hire like a good personal injury lawyer. <laughs> you can Just you, drive around, look for billboards. That's right. Well, you now have it documented on, on tape that uh, hey, you've you suffered. Hear your Heard it here first. That's right. Uh, March twenty first. All right. Should we uh, should we take another break? Let's do it. All right. Let's take that break. Spread the word around. Get to back in town. All right. Uh, should we close things out? Ashley, how do we close things out around here? So we do beers, bonks, and burps. Not necessarily in that order, but yeah, like generally, yes. Um, can you tell the listening audience what those three things are? I can try. Right. Um, so beers are something that is good that's happening in your life right now that yeah. you want to celebrate as mm-hmm. you would cheers a beer. Right. Um, bonks are something that is a bummer or negative or something you want to shake your fist at, unless you're Chris with your carpal tunnel. <laughs> <laughs> Um, waved your fist though. <laughs> good joke <laughs> um and burps as 
Brian has said before, inherently good, and we look forward to them. And so there's something in our life that we are looking forward to. Yes. I will say, I think that definition of burp has um, like superseded our original idea of this podcast, which was us just like burping into microphones. Yes. We've stopped that pretty much for the past several episodes. And I think it's just the whole thing about like looking forward, like we're... We're talking here, and we're, we're like we always end on a burp. And I think that that's kind of superseded the original what we thought the which, like it kind of spawned during our podcast. Like you've evolved. Yes, exactly. We have evolved. Thanks, Ashley. <laughs> Brad has some uh, introspective thoughts on on this podcast as of late. Deep joke. Yeah. <laughs> we got it. Deep joke. Yeah, I told my mom about this, and I like showed it to her. She goes, "Burpcast, huh?" Real nice. Yeah. <laughs> so we we showed our mom the episode mom with Mark in it, and she was like, and my our, my mom and dad both listened. They're like, hey, this is really good. Oh, we got They're a like, new listener. I don't know if they heard the name of the podcast, though, but they liked it. So it was good. Yeah, we kind of roll through it pretty quick, I feel. It's just part of the maturing process, you know? We went right. from actually burping to, like, making it metaphorical. So. I think we referenced in, like, the first or seven ep- second episode that, like, we were just here to like burp and fart and that has been far from the case. Yeah, it really has. I mean, we are late twenties. Most of us, I mean, all of us. Yeah. Anybody like randomly 52 years old. Sullivan's raising her hand. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, we've, we've grown in 10 or some odd short episodes where we've, we've become burp boys into burp men. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Burp boys to burp men. <laughs> Neil thought that was really we funny. We don't need an audio. <laughs> Can we just have Neil going <laughs> be like the good joke sound bite audio? Oh bite? boy! All right, um, very very good job setting us up there, Ashley. Does anyone have any? Um, <laughs> does anyone have any bonks? So we like to start off on a negative foot, so you can only have somewhere to build from. So bonk being something that is not so good. I have one. Yeah, what's it's yours? Mediocre. Um, but it goes off of Chris's wrist. I found out recently that I have, as my the doctor I went to said, the loosest shoulder known to man. <laughs> and she was shocked that I haven't just been dislocating it all the time. Is that body shaming? Um, it might be. <laughs> Hard to say. I just have been having, like, I've had issues with my shoulder for, like, 12 years, and I finally, I've, like, gone to PT before and whatever, and lately I've noticed that it's just, like, kind of clicky, and I was like, oh, God, I'm at the age that, like, this could actually mean, like, real-life things might happen soon if I don't get it addressed. So she said that there's nothing, like, super awful happening right now. I don't need like surgery or anything intensive, but she was like, man, this just like doesn't even like want to be in the joint. What are you doing? I was like, uh, nothing. What are you doing? (laughs) I never know what I'm doing over here. Somehow I'm not dislocating it. So, you know, there's that. That's a good, uh, that's a good bonk being old and loose. Old and yeah, exactly. (laughs) I guess the, the main part of it was main. Yeah, that was gross. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) I retract my agreeing with that, but the main, my main takeaway Gross with it joke. is that, man, I'm getting old, and these are things I have to worry about right now. Old and? Not loose. I, only my shoulder is loose. I'm going to say everything else is there hopefully is. tight. Chris, do you have any comments about that? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> One, two, three, four, fifth. What? <laughs> Lead the fifth. Oh, nice. Oh. There we go. Pleading the fifth. Chris is, yeah, we'll you, you guys are on the same wavelength. Yeah. That's good. All right. Other bonks. 
we're all now we're all in a good mood because we're laughing. With it. I forgot what we were doing. So, <laughs> no, it's all right. Um, so my burp is, I think, a bit of a deviation from being self-referential, but um, <laughs> wait, we moved to burps. I missed this. No, good catch. See. <sighs> The second week in a row that someone's trying to take my ho- our a guest is going to take my hosting job. I'm sorry, better, I'm just uh, trying to stay on tune with what's happening. No throne quit, joke. Quit slipping <laughs> and it wouldn't happen. I know it's fair. Well, you got to keep me sharp. Okay, my bonk. <laughs> they all start with B. It makes it challenging. Battlestar Galactica. Alliteration. <laughs> That's said every episode. I know. Yeah. I listen to them. I'm Repeat your one joke. listener. <laughs> um, we're sort of at that stage right now where. There's like a lot of weddings going on. I think, I think, uh, what the hell are they called? What's the thing where you like put it on a website and like ask for ask for presents? A registry. (laughs) Wedding registries are like very uncomfortable to me. Cause like, what is an accept? First of all, what's an acceptable? I had I was at this wedding where someone was like, "I want a set of forks," and it was like twelve dollars. But it's like you can't just buy them twelve dollars worth of forks. Also, timing. This has been a very big source of anxiety for me. I have three weddings in the last year that I've gone to that I have not bought gifts for yet. <laughs> <laughs> and, like, at a certain point, it, it becomes awkward to be like, oh, sorry, I forgot six months ago to get you a thing, but, like, here's a beer tasting set. Like, it's, it's like, very, like... Ooh. I can tell you my roommates got married in September and they keep getting a gift every once in a while and they get so excited. Okay, so it's a good thing. It's surprise gifts. Still fun. I'm just embarrassed because I mean, like I should have been better about it in the moment. So now like the more time passes, the more anxious I am that like the thing that I order is is not adequate. Cuz like let's say or it's been fulfilled. Yeah, is the registry still open right now? Yeah, they're the registry's still open. So but the the problem is this everything's the, bought. Yeah, everything everything that would be like in my price range is bought. Like I'm not gonna buy you like a like a KitchenAid mixer that's like four hundred dollars. But like so it's all these things that are like five dollars and all these things that are like five hundred dollars. <laughs> it's like Who's gonna do that? I, I like I could get you a gift card, but then you'll know exactly what something costs. I don't know. This is a very big source of agitation for I, me. I always wait for the registry to fill up where everyone's bought something that way i just give you an envelope of cash it saves you time five hundred dollars like, worth of cash or yeah good god no <laughs> so like i don't know it just it feels weird to be like hey here's like the amount of money that i think i should be giving you for this momentous occasion in your life is it like poor etiquette to actually like talk to them and say hey i know your registry is like been mostly fulfilled is there anything that you haven't received that you're looking for it feels for me like i'm passing the buck like i messed up by not getting something early on yeah i would agree with that so like it shouldn't i shouldn't have to then like go back to them and be like oh but actually like how what do you you want yeah, yeah what do you actually want i think the the standard rule of thumb is if you give cash supposed to be equivalent to what the plate of food was right so generally i'll give within like the 100 to 120 range okay i think that's unless i hate you what i've had in my but if you do you hate someone who's then i'm giving them 100 or 120 Mm, okay have you been to a wedding from someone like you dislike not that i dislike 
I went to a wedding for a uh, an old roommate of mine, and it was just awkward. We put bets on it to make it more interesting. So we had. If they would get married. No, we had be- <laughs> we had bets. Well, that that could have been one, but we had bets like <laughs> um, over unders on the speeches. Who would cry? Would he cry? Uh, if they had the donut bar, which they did. You get some prop bets. Prop bets. Yeah. Uh, we prop betted the whole thing. Uh, really got thrown for a loop. We thought they would have a photo booth, but they had a caricature artist. Mm. Uh, um, it's like a bar mitzvah. Yeah. But the ticker was, or the kicker. This wedding was in the middle of June, so it was like 92 degrees out in a barn on a winery and no air conditioning whatsoever. That's brutal. It was the hottest wedding ever, we had, and it was so far out. That How you had formal to, was it? Did you have to like be wearing? I was wearing, yeah, I was wearing a sh- uh, suit, but we had to schedule an Uber to come pick us up because it was so far out there, so we had to be like, hey, we were picking us up at 9.45. Um, so that way it also gave us an out on the wedding. Nice nice person, but it's just not a wedding we particularly wanted to go to. <laughs> so what did you give them for your, for their gift? I got them $120 cash <laughs> and a nice handwritten sure, note. Yeah, I'm sure they liked it, yeah. In perfect cursive. It was beautiful. <laughs> His handwriting like, is crazy. Have any of you guys ever seen it? Good? Crazy good? or Amazing. Like, you should put it on the Instagram. Like it's actually insane. Can you write something for us? Nice I'll write you is. a love letter. It's, it's fine. Crazy. Uh, can you? Yeah, can you write? Uh, we'll have you write a thing. Yeah, that could be like our cursive. our episode. Is he left handed? Uh, yes. Okay. Well then, yeah. Well, versus dominant like, hand. I mean, I'm just saying overall, like I'm right handed dominant, and my cursive still sucks. It's garbage. <laughs> all right. Well, that that has all I think calmed my mind a little bit. I think I just need to like sack up and hand over some yeah. cash, straight cash, homie. Um, other bonks, or should we move on to beers? Beers? Anyone have a beer? Ashley, I feel like you, like our guests, they come to play. What do I can you, go first. Yeah, what do you got? Um, so I conquered a big fear of mine this week. Yes. I drove in D.C. for the first time in many years, and I hate, I have like really, I have a lot of driving anxiety and I've kind of always had it. And then in the past couple of years, I've been in like three car accidents, none of which I caused, I'll tell you that. Mm-hmm. Um, and it has ramped up my driving anxiety to the, to the point where it's like, it's kind of silly sometimes, but I came back and for their spring break and I was staying with Chris and he lives on H street. And I was like, okay, it's silly for me to not have my, not like drive my car to where you are or like try to leave it somewhere and like go in there on the metro or something. So I drove there and I've driven out and in a couple times and it's kind of a silly milestone that a lot of people wouldn't see important to them, but it was a big deal to me. You're doing it. You're Thanks. doing it. So far so We're, good. We've got a couple more days. The birth is proud. <laughs> We're proud of you. Was the traffic loose or tight? <laughs> it was medium. <laughs> medium traffic. <laughs> But I conquered a big fear, and that's yeah, where, well, that's we're, where we're, proud we're, of you. we're circling back. That, that's good. Thanks. That's good. We like conquering fear around here. Yeah, we're a pro-conquering fear podcast. We're still waiting for it to happen for all of us, but we're glad it happened to you. No, but I'm just kidding. I mean, yeah, someday. <laughs> someday we'll grow up and be... Maybe one day you can talk about your fears for a second. Yeah. <laughs> you had nightmares, now you can talk about... Yeah. Pain. Those are our, our subconscious fears. That's mm-hmm. right. That's fair. All right, I have a, I have a beer, um, and I actually think this is... Uh, call back to an early episode. So, 
we gotta stop talking about our own show. I just I'm gonna put so it out there. Like we have to stop talking about things that we New have rule. talked about. Yeah, that might be alongside. Don't talk about the weather. Um, I could add that other bonk I mentioned earlier. No, yeah, we'll, we'll we'll have that be a rule after this episode. But um, so, as you guys know, like I do some work with Johns Hopkins. I do some some broadcast stuff with them. I do their the basketball and the and the women's lacrosse. And I think I have my last Hopkins women's lacrosse game coming up this weekend. Um, and it's just like this will be the end of my ninth full season doing broadcast and i'm like it's just are you you're done after this i because th- i think all the other games for the rest of the year are either on big 10 network or on espn so i think like we're done you don't get that i don't you're get to not do big 10 network and <laughs> i don't hell? get to do the espn games i have been to games that the espn crew was there and it's like crazy to see the setup that they have like the number of staff that they bring in, they have a big truck that like they're like producers out in the truck. It's like a whole thing. Um, but this year was really exciting, um, both for basketball and women's lacrosse. I, it, much like what you were alluding to, Brett, I feel like every time I get in the booth, I learn something new. And I feel like at the end of every year, I feel like I've gotten better than I was the year before. Nice. And it's one of those things where... Um, Anytime you can monetize a hobby, I feel like you're doing something right. And it's it's one of these things where the first few years that I did it, like they knew they could get away with not paying me because I would do it for free. It's nice that they don't know that. Yeah, well, now, yeah, like at Hopkins, they're like, oh, like, well, yeah, of course, we'll hey. Um, but just uh, I, I, I continue to learn and grow and develop and – you know, it's probably never going to lead anywhere significant, but it's something that like I really enjoy so deeply and thoroughly. And um, to be able to grow in that way and like be able to get better at at something that like I really like is is so much fun. And so to know that like it's the end of the of the season and. I, I probably have a, at least a few more years left in me, at least sort of like that's how I feel. And so coming up on what will be a 10th full season, like I, I don't think there's a single other thing that I've done outside of like fantasy football for more than 10 years of my entire life. And so like, I don't know, like it's an arbitrary number, but it sort of feels like a bit of a milestone. And um, so yeah. you know, salute to Johns Hopkins. Yeah, well, across. yeah for sure. Go you know I think it's also like I think with monetizing hobbies, that's often what you're very passionate about. So it's it's kind of a double win because it's something that you're probably really good at, but you also get to make money while you do it. So I mean that's that's definitely the importance of monetizing hobbies, and often it's not as much as like maybe like a day corporate job would be, but it's some uh, great side money, side hustle. Hashtag side hustle. Side hustle, yeah. Um, other beers, Chris? You have I, yeah, I have a beer. So my beer is it's a combination of weekends. So last weekend, uh, me and the couple of boys here, we ran a four mile race. Ah. Um, and it was the first race I've ev- actually ever done. Um, Congratulations. Thank you. That was your first race. Yeah, that was my that first down. one. And it was actually the farthest I've ran in a like one stint uh, ever event. Yeah, I've never, I've never like 
gone that far but um so that was like a little bit of a personal milestone for me and i'm i, I don't want to admit this but i'm slowly getting into it a little bit runners um, high baby emily's gonna be like jumping out of her seat if she hears this well in uh three years <laughs> yeah right, yeah She'll well, never an know. Olympic athlete by then. Yeah. So, so the whole story behind that is she's training for a half marathon. Okay. And is bringing me along for the ride. Um, training by proxy. Yeah. I'm training by support. What's the What's the name of the the guy who runs in front of someone to help them? The rabbit. The rabbit. Do we talk about this previously? B rabbit. It was mentioned during the eight mile segment. <laughs> yeah. Oh. I don't think we did. Which would go ahead. I don't know. Like I've never. I've, Anyways, are you her rabbit? Uh, no, she she actually helps me with the the pacing. Uh, she pushes me to. I think um, I try to like not lose her. Um, so she's helped. In, the, in the music, the moment you want it, the feeling. Yeah, <laughs> mom spaghetti. Um, <laughs> and so I'm also combining this with this upcoming weekend. She signed us up to run uh, a 5K in Richmond. Uh, Richmond also happens to have some of the best breweries Hell in, this, yeah, in the state. So um, I'm excited to run a little bit and drink more. Now that you've run four miles, do you think you want to run eight miles? <laughs> oh, no. wait, that's not the name of the movie. Darn it. How about a hundred miles? A thousand miles. <laughs> yeah, a thousand miles. I'm hoping uh, the 5K will be manageable now that I've ran four miles with the last mile being like straight uphill. Isn't a 5K less than a... Yeah, yeah. 3.1. Yeah, okay. 3.1. That's, yeah. a, that's a good... I don't know if that's a beer or a bonk. Like that's the, I think anytime, anytime travel has happened... Well, so the beer would be that you are a runner boy now. And the bonk is that you are going to continue being a runner oh, man. Boy. And there is the burp about going to Richmond this weekend. That's right. Yeah, that's, that's a good burp. Um, all right, so burps. Yeah. Ashley, do you have a do you have a burp? Yeah. What is it? So we mentioned it earlier a little bit in the show, but Chris has a stand-up show tomorrow night. Super exciting. First one in a couple years. And Ooh, a couple of years. So you're a veteran. Not a veteran. I'm uh, I'm, I'm in between the amateur and the professional category. Nice. It's just the amateur category. Yeah. <laughs> it's not um, not a bad place. It's to a be. preview of what you'll be hearing. <laughs> yeah. Right. Exactly. Um. But as this will come out many months after the stand-up show, <laughs> it is not a preview anymore. Um. But yeah. So hopefully when this comes out, there will be many more shows to look forward to. His Netflix special will have been exactly. released by then. Exactly, yes. The Bumpin' Mike's Chris New special. It's coming, it's coming to Zoom. <laughs> <laughs> right, other burps? Anyone? Chris, do you have one? Do you have something to, to, to burp us for? Uh, I don't actually, I don't know what the action verb version of... Belch. Ah, there it is. Okay. Do you have a belch, belch to belch um, us? I would say uh, opening day coming up. I go up every year for the Mets home opener mm. in New York. Nice. Just like my... Th- think six straight with my dad so always look forward to that do you do you guys have like a routine that you guys do on opening day oh yeah we we take like the 8 30 9 30 train into the city uh that gets us to 
Penn Station, depending on the holdup, at like 10. We'll have a beer there. Then we'll take the LIRR over to Queens. Long Island Railroad? Yep. Yeah, then, then we'll go to the McFadden's attached to the stadium. And then you can actually enter the stadium from the bar. Yeah. So then we go right in and then have a good day. And at one point, you got to have a rally margarita. <laughs> is that like the sixth inning uh yeah so where where we'll sit um they have a bar that serves until i think the eighth inning not seventh inning stretch it like goes a little bit longer so we we did like i think we did it like a ninth inning margarita two years ago oh they don't have so, like a last call at the end of depend, the like where where we get it we always try to get like some form of like a club access for the first one. Oh yeah okay and then they just have a full bar in there so it depends on if they sold out of margaritas or not yeah but yeah so looking forward to that DeGrom coming in so hopefully he'll be on the mound for the home opener if you can stay healthy he's healthy okay <laughs> and handsome hey he's very handsome that's that's not going anywhere he's not as handsome as Pete Best though that's right nobody is um I guess I'll close this out on a light note um Big momentous occasion coming up in the uh, the beer garden slash stabby household. Um, Klondike the Fish is about to have his second birthday party, so you guys are all invited. Uh, he has spent some time in this apartment or in this house before. Even you guys were so kind as to take care of him when I went. I think it was actually a year ago, like this week. Oh yeah, that um, I was down in Florida and Klondike he celebrated his first birthday then with him, right? Uh, yeah. You didn't throw him a party? <laughs> he doesn't need to hear this. <laughs> Klondike, I know there are a lot of people who um, have proclaimed to be the biggest fan of the show, but uh, Klondike has been there uh, since uh, the beginning, and he listens and provides some feedback for... Helps with the editing. He sessions. does help with the editing. I always go, Klondike, that sounds good. You're like, yeah. He's like, bloop, bloop. Yeah. <laughs> One bloop for yes, two bloops for no. Um, what happens if he just swims away? Then I just delete the whole episode, which is almost what happened with the one that you visited. Uh, was it because I was there? Is it because we've been battling over fake best fan of the show? Yeah, okay. that's right. So, so he's trying to like out me just by that's not right. Even allowing so uh, happy birthday, Klondike! Um, to ma- many more. Here, 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 here. All right, I think another successful burp cast in the books, um, Ashley. Thank yes. you for uh, stopping by. It's always a pleasure. Thanks for having me. Uh, Chris, good night, everyone. Pleasure to be on. Oh wow, there are two of you. <laughs> Woo, I'm old. What you is kind of one-two punch that though? A crossover right. episode. <laughs> it's twelve thirty. It's bedtime. Neil, thanks for stopping by, guys. And Wayne Bretzky, it's bedtime, which means me and Neil go sleep in a twin bed together. For everyone out Separation there, anxiety. Bad joke. Joke. <laughs> separation anxiety joke. Joke. Separation anxiety joke. For everyone out there uh, who's listening to Burpcast while sharing a twin bed with someone that means something to you, we thank you all <laughs> for tuning in. This was Boys Night of Burpcast. Boys